hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent, a complete shit show. I am the CEO, Kieran, and with me is I haven't thought of a joke for you, so <laughs> it's hard to come up with a joke every week. Yeah, isn't it, it is. It is. <laughs> Um, I have a writing staff that came up with that joke last week. Uh, writing staff? Uh, yeah. One. <laughs> you. No, 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 my housemate. Oh, really? Uh, last week I was like, oh, I need to insult my uh, co-host. And then he actually came up with whatever I said. Fantastic. Yeah. And joining me is Turch. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Good to have you back here. Good to have you back here for another exciting show of, of absolute trials and tribulations of a 30-something-year-old man. <laughs> This is just look. This is if we keep doing this for another twenty years, it will just be us becoming more conservative. It'll just be ranting, a chrono- <laughs> just a chronological, uh, in order of our development into cranky old men. Yeah, you know, it'll be eventually be like Winston you're about Churchill. to turn thirty-one, so, yeah. so you're about to get into smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to go through my midlife crisis. I think that's yeah. that's about right, is it not? Yeah. Well, is midlife a bit older nowadays? I've got no idea. Um, when you're 40 and you buy a sports car, midlife crisis. At least I know I won't go bald. I mean, I'm pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. I've got a full, I, I've got any receding this. I have to admit, I feel like, like five years ago, I was like, oh, I'm going bald. Yeah. Hasn't happened. Yeah. You've retained. It's thinned. Yeah. But retained. Retained. Yeah. A couple spread. of gray hairs, but retained. I get a couple of gray beards here and there. Oh. I get a couple of, of red beards. Uh-huh. And I've got a son on the way and Jess is like, oh my God, we could have a red haired son. And I go... I'm going to tell you a little secret about us Italians, Jess. We don't have red odds. <laughs> <laughs> That's purely a... German Europe- thing. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say English thing. Ah. Yeah. Up, yep. up north with the, uh, the Scottish the, and, the, the, uh, the, and the Irish. The Scots and the Irish. And Got the it. Irish. Um, well, fantastic. So, yes. Welcome. Thank you. If this is the first time listening to the podcast. Yes. I do apologize. So what's uh, the format of the show? In in advance, because Turch is probably going to talk a lot about accounting and numbers oh, at some always. point. And I'm probably going to rant about socialists. So, <laughs> you know, like So basically the same <laughs> thing. Well, you know, I've got two rants today, and I'm going to start off with this one here. I had another scan today with my wife for the baby. Uh-huh. Very exciting. And I said to work. So you went to the hospital. Yeah. And they did a scan. Of, yeah, they did the ultrasound. Of your pregnant wife. Of the pregnant wife, yeah. While, no, you, were, me. while, while you were drinking a coffee. No, no, I'm standing... Sitting I'm in still, a nice, comfortable it, chair. It's, it's, I'll, I'll actually love going to these uh, to these scans because mm. I get to see the baby moving yeah. around and all that sort of stuff. They point out little things where he's growing, he's got big muscles, yeah. he's very tall. Yeah. You know, all that sort of fun uh-huh. stuff. And... And you ask the most important question. Yeah. How big is his penis? You know what? Today she showed. She's like, "That's his penis right yeah. there." And she did a zoom up of his penis. And go, I want that one for his twenty first. Go, that was his, <laughs> <laughs> that was his baby dick. Has grown much. Um, no, this this is my rant. Yeah. Uh, we've got to go there. We've got to park. We've got to pay for parking, uh-huh. which is a shit. Yeah. When you have an appointment, I think mm. you shouldn't have to pay for parking if you've got an appointment. Mm. I think that's you know that's, 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 that's what I'm paying. It's a private hospital. I'm paying the obstetrician. Just count another. And the and the hospital is charging the obstetrician for the rent of the yeah, room. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's this whole thing. Just charge me in that thing so I don't have to pay for parking. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, why can't they? It's like not like the movie cinemas where they validate your parking. I would have thought that would be the nice thing to do at least. Yeah. But no, it doesn't work like that. Did you bring it up with the doctor? No. <sighs> You should have brought it up. With no, the doctor. Jess told me not to. You should have. No, that's you what should I'm have, now. You should have. You should have been there. That was the time to bring it up. Is once they've done you whatever got any they've more done. Questions? Yeah, I do. What the fuck's going on with the parking? Can you validate no, no, the parking? I, okay, I don't mind. I don't. Okay, I'm gonna pay for parking. I'm. I'm I, you're not okay with paying for the parking no, no, no. because you're complaining about the parking. No, no, no. Okay, so you you go to an appointment, uh-huh. right? If you got an appointment at ten o'clock, mm-hmm. what time do you ex- do you get there? Nine thirty. Nine thirty. Really? That early to an appointment? Well, it depends how... I don't know. Is this a big hospital, small hospital? It, uh, it's a private hospital. Uh, maybe 9.45. Yeah, 9.45. So you get there like 10 minutes early. Yeah. At least. So you get there 10 minutes early. What time... If you've got a 10 o'clock appointment, what time do you expect to go into the appointment? 10 o'clock. Okay. Is 10.30... 10.05... Is okay. Is okay. Is 10.30 suitable? 10... Sorry. 10... If it's a 10.05... <laughs> if it's 10 for like a 10.05 or 10 for a 10.10... Yeah. Because they've accounted for... Yeah, yeah. 
you know, shit happening, uh, acceptable. Yeah. Is 10.30 acceptable when you have to pay for parking by the hour? Uh, you're in a <laughs> private hospital yeah. with a doctor. Yes. 10.30 is fantastic. No, uh, I disagree with that. <laughs> I think what what's happening here is is a scam that they've got <laughs> conjunged up together. I think it's... I think they, yes, At 10.30, the doctor really shouldn't be that far behind the that's, day. You know, in the morning, that's like the second appointment. Like, if you got a 9 o'clock appointment and you schedule an hour, and then you've got a 10 o'clock appointment, you shouldn't be half an hour. Like, I, think, I think the doctor increase. is doing what I do with emails. <laughs> Build scarcity. Oh. It's really hard for Kieran to respond. You're honoured when well, I respond. I'm, I'm scarce about funds. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, we can play this game as well. well the baby's going to come either way, and I guarantee you as a doctor... You should have billed, billed the doctor for that half an hour. I am so considering... You know, yeah. I've had to get... Send a letter. I've had to get... No, no I've had to get... Uh, I've been doing this banking stuff, getting this pre-approval for a home loan, all uh-huh. that sort of fun stuff. Been sending stuff. And then my the, 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 uh, the bank has gone, oh, we need all this stuff about our business... And uh, some stuff from your accountants. And I go, great, you're going to pay the accountants to write up those documents? Is that my expense on top of the house stuff? And they're like, oh, you just got to get them. I'm like, great. Now I'm expecting a bill mm-hmm. <laughs> from my accountants to get a fucking home loan. Yeah. These everything is... This, this is, is a, about inflation. <laughs> this is a scam. Oh, they're all working it's a, together. It's a beautiful How can I get scam. It? I just did Point one percent, like a bit, half a Bitcoin mm-hmm. worth of percentage of that sort of thing. Hey, here's one more. Okay. Oh, that's good. Oh, I own Bitcoin. Yeah. Point zero zero one four five or something Ew, like I that. I sold all my Bitcoin and stuff. Like I put it into Dogecoin when it all went up. Yeah. I I made about eighty bucks in like two hours. Uh huh. And I thought, nah, that's enough for me. Okay. That's up. I'm out of that. You're out. No, I'm gonna just invest in real things. Okay. Gold or something. I don't know. Uh. But we celebrated because I settled on mm. one of my properties. Congratulations. Very exciting. So I sold it, got all this cash, and Jess goes, oh, I'm like, Jess, I'll make something great for dinner. She goes, no, no, I really want this takeout something. I'm like, okay. Something fancy. Something for, fancy for to take selling out. a house. I'm mm. like, beautiful, order it on Uber. We're doing McDonald's, and we're going through drive through twice. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're going to have and, uh, sand in the, sex on the beach, but get sand in our underwear and go home. <laughs> Uh, so Jess orders the gammy gammy chicken. So really like Korean style fried chicken and all the sides you can want. And I'm in a block of units currently and I'm at the back unit. And my address is an address, Kieran. Now, that's to say, if I said to you, hey, I live here and the Google Maps told you to come out the front of the block of units, where would you go? <laughs> If I'm the Uber driver. No, if you're just you. Oh, if I'm just me. Just a regular standard smart person. Yeah. Who's, well, I won't say your address on the podcast, but let's just say yeah. it's like your your address is unit six. Yeah, and it's right at the back. And its address is 23. Yeah, so unit six of 23. Bill Street. Yeah. yeah. You would just go I to, would go, I would to assume, number 23. I would go to number 23. And then, and then walk go to unit six. Unit six, yeah. Very easy. So Especially if you're given instructions that says you're the last one or you're at the back. Yeah, that's right. Would yeah. you? So would you go to this street behind the street that I, I live in? What instructions did you give? I said go to my address. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you gave no no instructions. I don't need instructions. You just you gave deliver the instru- to my address. You just my said unit is- six twenty three. Yeah. That's right. But on the Google Maps, it boobity te- boobity street because this block because behind you they're building a house, so that is not even a house. No, that's right. You can't even live there. Live there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and it's not during the day when construction workers. Might no, no, be no. There. It was yeah. it was night, and they no. put the boards up. So this yeah. guy, this Uber guy, is at the back of the thing. Now, calling these are out- these are by the way. These are very high highly skilled individuals. Skilled yeah, individuals. Yeah, yeah. They've yes. been four hundred years of engineering. Uh, skill behind them. This guy's called up Jess and gone, where are you? And Jess goes, in my house, you're <laughs> literally, I can see you're on the I, wrong street. I have been at your house when Uber and d- yeah. deliveries have been made quite successfully. Oh, heaps. Yeah. Heaps. It's very easy. If you actually follow the Google Maps, it'll lead you directly at the front of my block of units and then you walk down the street. And if you have to call, which unit are you again? And you go, the back one. Everyone understands. Do you go to the street behind my street <laughs> one earlier? 
and go, I'm here? No, no, you don't. Imagine you go to your friend, go go to your uh, family's house. So come to my new house, and you go. To, it's meant to be on Fred Street, and you're on Barney Street. Going, where are you? <laughs> well, you're in the wrong fucking street, aren't now, you? I'm not gonna lie. I have come to pick you up before. Yeah. And I was waiting outside the wrong block of apartments. Yeah, but you were looking... But at least I was on the right street. Yeah, I was going to say, you're on the right street. I think you stopped at, like, number, like, 22 instead of 24. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it was. It wasn't, I'm in the literal wrong street (laughs) on the wrong side. Also, he said, are you at number 8? And I said, no, I'm on number 23. Because you know the app tells them the actual address. address. (laughs) Because you know what? Also, on one side of the road... Are the even number houses and one side of the road are the uh, odd number. So he was not even on the right side of the street. Church, church. Of, of the wrong when street. We were, when we were in all those lockdowns, you know, we couldn't do shit for, forever. They could have studied maps. <laughs> right. I signed up to DoorDash because I was like, how do I get out? I want to get out of this house. Yeah, I yeah, need yeah, to yeah. drive. But, you know, we were so locked down. I was like, I've got the way out of this. Yeah. I'll, I'll do this. I'll I will just this. sign up to DoorDash. And, and I'll deliver food. I'll just deliver some food. Like, there's nothing. I'm not doing anything else. I've yeah, done yeah. my work day. I'm, I'll work for two or three hours, drive around. Oh, I'll just drive around. Yeah. All right. So I did that for a little bit. The app for the delivery driver is so idiot proof. That's what I mean. Like, I could see it. Like, like, from a driver point of view, this is what it says. You get the order comes up. Okay. Get order it, number 20. It says, you pick it, it up. It says, no, no, it says, go to order, go to Hungry Jack's. Do you accept? Okay. Yes. Accept. And then it sort of says, and then you can click a button that says open Google Maps or open Wave. Yeah. Or open whatever fucking map, or Apple Maps. And then it takes you to the place. And then you get there and you click the button that says arrived. Yeah. And then it says, are you sure? <laughs> you know, <laughs> James's order. Okay. And then they call out James's order. You grab James's order. You press confirm pickup. And then the next thing it says, the person's address. And then it's got their, the button to press the phone number or message. And then another button that says Google Maps. Google Maps, yeah. And Take, it just opens up the, Google follow Maps. Follow the maps. And then it won't let you click arrive until you're within the proximity. Ridiculous. Oh, like, do you know what I mean? So I just, I sit here and go, how, how they fuck it up? How could you fuck this up? Again. You're not went- a new construction no, this is a Zone. very well-established <laughs> area, like for 70 years, yeah. <laughs> you know. This, the, the place next door, which, you know, is the old house, was built in the 1940s. It's it's not a new fancy world. It's Where Google Maps doesn't even know the address yeah, yeah. or the it's street. It's not like Mernda. Yeah. Like, you know, so did you get your food? We did. Did so he bring guy, it to you? So the guy finally finds our place and the guy goes, oh... You know, your house was hard to find. They go, did you fo- why didn't you follow the maps? Mm, what did he this say? This is your fault, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't move. <laughs> You're the one that's doing the moving. You need to do a prank on your friends and no. like, change the numbers outside oh, the front of the house. Go. Yeah, oh, that's what I want to do. Like, you know, got, you got me. <laughs> Fucking idiot. I have no idea what's going on with Uber sometimes. No, no, these are, these, like I said, high echelon yeah. members of society. That's right. Um. Yeah. Well, great, great, great that you got your food. Congratulations on selling your house. Thank you. Uh, I got some fun. I got some fun news and yeah, a fun, fun news. game. I yeah. got a game. I got a game. Okay, right. we'll tell the news first. So, uh, recently a band. I can't remember the band's name, but that's beside the point. It's almost, mm-hmm. it's beside the point. Uh, we're meant to do a festival in the US, mm-hmm. and they said, "Hey, actually, we have to pull out of this festival because uh, all of our laptops." got stolen have got covid got it because they got yeah. stolen right <laughs> and everyone all these old school rock and roll guys came out and said oh what a bunch of losers can't play without their laptops they're just hiding behind you know the digital world all that sort of stuff like they can't you know they're not real musicians and i get really offended by that because in this world of... How are you supposed to sing songs unless you've got an iPad in front of you? I don't know. Well, there's a whole bunch of things. You can use your, you can use your, your laptop for a whole bunch of things. Uh, here's a simple one. You might have a show and you've programmed all the lights. And that's yeah. on your laptop. That's on your laptop, yeah. Uh, you know what? Your guitar sounds and all the, the button pressing... 
could be of, on your laptop. Instead of doing it yourself, you program it in because everyone plays to a click track, like the you know. So everyone's all in time. It changes all your sounds, changes the vocal effects. You know, it might trigger uh, a keyboard part because you're a small, a small band, a small you know, uh, up and coming band, and you can't hire a, a keyboard player to play with you. But you still need that keyboard sound. So you, when you're playing, it automatically triggers it in the song. And you know what? That could be sold with a laptop and set everything up. That's a fantastic way of doing it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. But yeah. here's another thing. The, these old school rockers, or these old school musicians, are really hesitant to move into the digital age of music in, in general. Mm-hmm. So look, you can see in front of me now, I've got two big two things I'm going to talk about. One is my Orange Rockerverb 50 MK2, which is a 50-watt pure valve ampl- guitar amplifier. Does it go to 11? This this thing, if I had a 4x12, which I don't anymore, if I had a 4x12 and I turned it up to 10, the windows would crack. Excellent. Okay. It's amazing. It's a beastly amp, god tier sort of thing. What I've also got on my desk is a Line 6 HX Stomp which mm-hmm. is a guitar amp digital modeler, right? And it just emulates the sound of that guitar amp and a, a, a cabinet and digital effects, like overdrive, delay, all that sort of stuff. I don't know much about it, but I know the one that you sold. This one is sort of smaller, but better. This is, well, I sold a bunch of other things, but this is just, this is a bit new pit kit for me because... I was, I'm sort of sick of lugging that around, especially to mates' houses, and this just solves a, solves a problem and does a whole bunch of other things. In fact, the gig that we did up at Heathcote and Reb, uh, the other yeah. the guitar player, his sounds all came from this. Ah. You know? So that's why he sounded excellent. He sounded excellent. So I thought we'd play a very fun game. Okay. Do you know the song, I Believe in the Thing Called Love by the Darkness? Uh, yes. You know the riff? Yeah. Okay. So what I did done was just uh, before you got here, uh-huh. I recorded that riff yeah. using the rocker verb uh-huh. and my preset. The rocker verb fifty MK two. Yes. Yeah. And and I recorded it using the HX stomp. And yeah. I put a little bit of drums in the back, I put a little bit of bass in the back. It's not the best recording because it was quick. Mm-hmm. But I want you to listen to both. Alright. I'm gonna play them. Okay. And then you're gonna tell me which, which one is the real amp. Uh-huh. And which one is, is the modeling unit? Is this the real amp? That's the real amp the there. Rockerverb 50 MK2 is yes. the real amp. Okay. Is, that's a real amp. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So which one is the real sounding guitar amp? Ready? Okay. Here's the first. I'm here, ready. Here is the first clip. That's the first clip. Okay. Yeah. Here is the second clip. Uh-huh. Now, this could be either. Yeah. You've got to tell me which one it is. Okay. I hope I don't get this wrong. Was the first one... Was the first one the Rockerverb 50 MK2? Okay, I'm gonna tell you a seat thing. Yeah, I actually recorded these like a while ago, uh-huh. and uh, saved the clips. Uh-huh. And now I've forgotten which one is which. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the first one is is that is is that one there. Yeah. And this is this. Now this is without me tweaking anything. This is just the stock standard stuff. I thought the second one had a bit more. Um, what do you call it? Smooth, bit smoother in bit sound. Smoother, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But. It, that's a bit of tweak with a bit of tweaking I'm gonna get there. But pretty goddamn good mm-hmm. for a digital modeling unit. Now, a lot of bands like Coheed and Cambria, Ghost is sort of moving that way. So even Metallic um, uh, Yeah, so you can't really tell the difference between the Rocket Verb fifty MK two mm. versus your digital widgetal It's so close. Yeah. You wouldn't and you know what? The audience who's the important person. 
in this situation. As a person who's musically illiterate, yeah. wouldn't fucking know the you difference. You wouldn't know the difference. I'm just there rocking my head. And I think that's the most important part. If it sounds good to you when you're listening it to it I mean, the drums could tell straight away. Fake. Yeah. Yeah. And the bass? Also fake. Couldn't tell the bass. <laughs> there you go. That was, that was just a plug-in, a, a MIDI plug-in. So there you go. Uh, drums fake. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, I just thought a bit of fun for you, a bit of a fun game. But yes, the first one was the Rock of Herb, and the other one was uh, the thing. But you know what? I've still got a. Tw- actually, I've only had this like a week, and I'm still tweaking about a 50 million sounds and effects. That's yeah, fucking amazing. It's so great, and I think it's really positive for music in the future. And I think what people forget is that people just want to rock and roll to the music and party every day. That's that's pretty yeah. much it. That's pretty much it. Kieran, you got some music? Uh, Church, music? I have got a clip that I want to play. Let's. I know exactly. And do you want to do you want to introduce? This it? isn't. This is really my rant. I came across this clip. I watched it, and was in hysterics. And I'm just concerned that society is creating a bunch of wusses. Uh, a, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of wusses. The there's a problem with work ethic. I get that. There's a problem with, and look, we've had both very good lives. But I go back when I was fifteen. Yeah, I was basketball refereeing. Yeah, right. And then I got to a sort of a I won't say like elite level. But I was doing Friday night basketball refereeing, high, which, higher which, level, which is more a money. higher level, more money. Yeah, but you got to have more skill. You got well, more, more technical, more skill running around sweating. Yeah, but or as a referee, you also get abused. Yes, you get stuff yelled at you, and you have to make this decision of like, do you take it personally? Yeah, do you let the game go on? Mm. And at what point do you like make a a scene about it, if that makes sense. Yeah. At what point do you... Because you can't... When do you escalate? Yeah, because you can't part. do that every single time. No, because then, not. then you're not going to be refereeing. Like, yeah. you're just... That's right. And That's and right. how you manage... Like, how you manage it. Because sometimes coaches or parents might say something and you might just sort of turn around, not loudly, but go, it's inappropriate. Yeah. Like, and then move on. The learning, I think, just this this skill of how to just manage your people. first your first job. And I, look, I worked at Coles yeah. supermarket and the deli. Either, but the, you're learning how to deal with people in a in a work environment, both your, like other staff members, your manager, and also clients or a customer base. Is one skill that you can't learn anywhere else but these crappy shitty first jobs that you have and yeah. they're super super important whether you're refereeing oh and just that. and just ima- I'm sorry to, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. imagine a really close basketball game yeah and you have you then make a foul call with something like 10 seconds left which yeah. would give the other team the advantage. advantage what do you think you're going to get you're going to get abuse oh yeah like the other's opposition is going to be they're ramped up yeah, they're yeah, emotional yeah. But you've got to remain professional. That's right. You can't just let it get to you. But that's a skill that you built up by yeah. doing, I'm going to do the juniors, which doesn't really matter too much, until you get to the senior level. Yeah. It takes time. But it takes skill, effort, time. Time. And become and, a leader. And still still doing that. So anyway, we've got this clip. This person works at Starbucks. Okay. I'm very excited. Works at Starbucks. I think we'll enjoy it. Okay, here we go. People wonder why we need a union at Starbucks. And a union at Starbucks. A, union, a yeah. private a private company. Mm-hmm. It's actually a public company. Well uh, there's there's public stock. It's, it's not government owned. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 private to me. Okay. <laughs> you know. Uh, okay. Uh, and I am literally about to quit. Like I I don't know if I'm gonna do it, but like I really want to. I almost walked out today. <laughs> And I'm crying in the back room right now, and I almost cut on the floor. It's just, I like I get I'm like a full time student. I get scheduled for 25 hours a week, and then on weekends they schedule me the entire day open to close. I'm on the schedule for eight and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So far. Um, so student working student, 25, 25 hours a week. Good on you. Well and, done. And, and they work Saturdays and Sundays for eight and a half, eight and half hours. hours. Which is 
you know, well, I, fucking, eight, I fucking worked eight and a half hours on fucking weekends. That's yeah. That's that's you know Sunday pay, boys. Like that's yeah, yeah. That's yeah it's, <laughs> it's, All right, here we go. Maybe it's not in America. I don't know. But if you need money, you need to work. Yeah. Um. Okay. So this this person is crying. I also knew when I was working Friday nights and Saturdays and Sundays. I did a little bit of hospitality work before I found other work. But you know that it's not going to be like that forever. Mm. And there was nights where, like, same thing. I would be basketball refereeing, which would probably go to like eleven o'clock on a Friday yeah. night. I wasn't going out partying because no. I had a job. Mm. But then the next week when you weren't, that's when you'd go out. Yeah. You organize yourself. Yeah. Okay, let's keep it going. Both Saturday and Sunday, I'm like three and a half hours into my shift. There's so many customers and we have four people on the floor all day. Okay. <laughs> Only five people were put on the schedule and somebody had to call out. And there are four people running the whole store and there's so many customers and there's possibly scheduled five people. <laughs> We only have 13 people employed at this store, and there's so many customers. And they gotta go. We don't have fair scheduling. Managers don't right, care stop about it. There for a second, Church. So, uh, five people are meant to be working. There's only four. Okay. All right. Okay. Lots of customers. But you just. Well, I, I w- I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, just... I'm gonna say something that might be controversial yeah. here. Um, I know that at the deli. Yeah. Just before lunch. Uh huh. And just before dinner. Really busy. Really busy. That's why you got uh, the ticket system. And then, and then, like between one and three, uh-huh. it was okay. Like you know, a handful of customers here and there. And then after like six o'clock, no, six thirty dinner time, when you start to close up at nine, you have like straggling customers. But that's when you do your catch up, you clean up, you're organizing for the next day. Yeah, it's sort of this process where you have peaks and valleys of busyness based on the customer's needs. So this might be three hours into the shift. Let's say you start at six o'clock in the morning. I'm assuming between six and eleven, six and ten is going to be. I was good, and this might be three hours into a shift. Might be nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock, nine thirty. People waking up late. Breakfast. Hey, let's go get a coffee from Starbucks. This might be the peak time mm-hmm. that makes sense to me yeah uh but you know in the back of your mind hey about midday no one wants starbucks they probably want a sandwich not a mocha choker frappuccino extra lot of like you know what i mean oh <laughs> uh, do you know how i know this is fake as well this uh, this this emotion fake he's going from crying to then like immediately just sort of stops and goes becomes serious again yeah 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 i, I get this okay Shall we keep going? Yeah, keep going. Our manager was supposed to come in this weekend and he took himself off the schedule so he wouldn't be able to be held accountable for calling out. He just literally tore down the schedule that he was scheduled on and put up a new schedule where he wasn't on the schedule. Also, he couldn't have even seen that he was scheduled in the first place because he didn't want to be held accountable for not wanting to come in. They don't want to help us. We need a union because this can't happen. This can't happen. We need fair scheduling. How is a union going to affect scheduling? Because if you're a franchisee, you set, like, you get things from corporate. Yeah. And corporate goes, this is just how you have to schedule it. So, you know, depending on, it would be like, hey, your store is X, you have to have a minimum four on. Your store is X, you minimum 10 on. Like, there wouldn't, a union can't do anything about that. No, they can't. No. <laughs> and it's not like it's a fucking hospital where you need, like, nurse-patient ratio. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's just... Again, you might have four people on now and doing the busy thing, but then four people are going to be sweet, you know... If I'm a customer who walks into a Starbucks and goes, oh, shit, there's a long line. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm going to be waiting for a while. I make that decision. Yeah. Yes. I've got a fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> to entertain myself. It's. You know what? If you're going to a Starbucks and waiting in a line, you should go to another coffee shop in Melbourne. <laughs> Anywhere else. Uh, it, well, in America, this is the thing. They can literally open a Starbucks across the road and, and it doesn't big. impact the other Starbucks. It's insane, isn't yeah. it? Whereas here, if you open up a Starbucks, uh, <laughs> every other place gets more business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need 
managers to hold themselves accountable for helping their workers. They refuse to turn mobile orders off. We need the liberty to be able to do that because there's so many mobile orders. And I need. This is the same thing. Remember last week you brought in that clip of the socialists and they're like, we should be able to fire the people on top of us. Yeah. This is what exactly what this person is saying. We need to. Yeah. yeah listen to that again. Don't want to help us. We need a union because this can't happen. This can't happen. We need fair scheduling. We need managers to hold themselves accountable for helping their workers. They refuse to turn mobile orders off. We need the liberty to be able to do that because there's so many mobile yeah. orders and I need to get through all of them. And then people are yelling at me because they don't have their orders ready. And they don't get their orders done. What the fuck is the problem? Just do your job. What to do? <laughs> the other thing is, it's called people, it's called people management. When they ordered, if you go, look, we're really busy. Yeah. Before you put the order in, it's going to be a 15 minute wait. Yeah. Or before they order, just to let you know. Yeah, yeah, well, before you order, wait. it's going to be a 15 minute People wait. People go, oh, actually, no, don't worry about it. Or they go, yeah, it's fine. That's, That's fine. Awesome. I'll come back. Yeah. 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 You know, people, are, if you're upfront with people about an honest and just like, this is how it is, most people are like, oh, yeah. That's just, that's just the way. So the store's really busy. Yeah. There's four staff. He's gone into the back room. So now there's, there's only three, three staff. <laughs> yeah, for a bit of a cry sesh. Here we go. It's not a guy, right? <laughs> He's cry Have you ever been so overworked? Uh, this guy must be 20-something years old, right? As a 20-year-old man, have you ever, even at your peak busiest time at a place, ever cried in the bathroom? I've been exhausted. Yeah, but if you go in at the back to have like, okay, I need like two seconds just to breathe in and out calm have something to eat something to drink and then back on yeah i've been i've been exhausted or hungry or thirsty mm. because of work but like, not crying like, like like needing a break as in i just need to sit down and rest for 10 to like 10 minutes yeah or eat 15 minutes yeah um but my my um once again my most stressful would have been basketball refereeing because you go you could have, you could have, you could be scheduled for four games. Yeah. And you could have four intense, intense games. games. Like sometimes you might have one intense game and then the next game's like. You a, know, they uh, usually hire people at Coles during busy seasons, like Christmas. Yeah. So the first experience a lot of people have in these places is the Christmas rush. Uh huh. And it's a lot of steep learning curve, quickly, busy. Lots of people to say. But if you survive those two, three months, after that, your job is forever like, oh, everything's under control. Mm -hmm. It's hard for busy periods. And then you learn the role, everything gets easier. Mm -hmm. And it seems like this person here can't even do basic things. I used to do six to eight games back to back. Yeah. So that's like an eight-hour shift of running around. I used to of and I, then and then you think about when the game ends, you get five minutes. Yeah, between a game ending and the next one starting. Yeah, if five minutes was a luxury, drink, drink quick stretch, bathroom. Yeah, back on, eat a muesli bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you and you're back out there. Um, like like I, I just not not that I'm, it's different, but going, I I was sixteen, seventeen. And this guy's talking about opening and closing. Uh, Coles used to open at six o'clock in the yeah. morning, but then the deli would close at nine. Mm-hmm. I'd be sixteen, and me and another colleague who was also sixteen would be closing the whole deli. Yeah, and it's like, well, when I did hospitality, um, it would be like uh, it'd be Thursday night, school night, and it's eleven o'clock, and we're fucking cleaning um, silverware. Yeah, polishing the silverware. So we finish the yeah. video off here. Because I don't have their orders ready, and they don't know what to do. <laughs> and a customer was misgendering me tonight, like really, <laughs> really badly. I didn't have their order ready, and so they were just like talking, talking to each other, and they're like, "She's clearly incompetent." I have a full mustache and beard. Ah, uh, no, that, that's not a full mustache and beard. That is three days of growth for me. <laughs> Hey, for some people, that is a full moustache and beard. It's not, because look, it's, there's nothing on the fucking cheeks, right? There's nothing on the cheeks. Things yeah. grow evenly. Uh... <laughs> what the fuck? I don't get accommodations for being neurodivergent. I don't... 
What did I say? Like, I can't. Like, I, people get mad at me for using my sick time. I don't even know what to do anymore. I'm, like, at my wits end with this job. I really am. They quit. <laughs> and I just want to be able They quit and find another job. Yeah. Work at Walmart. Work at... I guarantee you wanted to work at Starbucks because it's trendy. Starbucks, it's trendy, yada, yada, yada. The problem is, with that attitude... You're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. You know, you you could never work. You could never talk to anyone in finance. You could never talk to anyone in the... Like, I work in the construction industry. Yeah. You could never talk to anyone in the construction industry. Because everyone... You could never be a CEO or a, a, a director. Because all of those people... Have no emotion to anything. You could say, you could tell them the most horrible, horrible things, and they'll be like, "Yeah, but we're going to get the job done." So I'm going to continue <laughs> working because they just don't give a shit. <laughs> if you're getting upset because, like, where the fuck's my order? Mm-hmm. Well, like, do your job. Well, well, you can't say, "Very sorry, sir. It'll be coming just a few minutes. We're a little bit understaffed today." If you can't just say that, I know it's frustrating to say over and over. But god damn it, it's gonna save your fucking life, it uh-huh, sounds like. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Building it's just I just don't think he understands the important life skills that these early jobs provide. I I completely agree. Well skip speaking of early job skills, uh-huh. I've got a very, 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 very short clip. It's only three seconds. Excellent. But it's people not understanding how things work. So here's a bunch this guy's inter- interviewing a bunch of environmentalists and they're talking about climate change and this and that whole bunch of interesting things this is just a very short clip and people not understanding the world farming needs to stop that's the single biggest driver of climate change so perfect so (laughs) (laughs) hang on did he say farming needs to stop yeah i'll do it again for you there farming needs to stop that's the single biggest driver of climate change oh great we're all not gonna eat So I think this guy here uh, doesn't. <laughs> this guy here has been told like, "Oh, farming, like you know, greenhouse gases and petrol and pesticides." This like, oh, well, it's got to stop. And it's like, wait a second, do you understand even a little bit of how you're eating, <laughs> eating right now? I just think these people don't understand. Like, they walk into Coles and go, "Oh, wow, there's like food you- and groceries, and this yeah. is great." I don't think they understand, like, the whole logistics. The whole... Like, there, how are, to like, get it. there are, like, fucking, I don't know, 20,000 coals in Australia. Yeah. And the whole, like, logistics of getting all that food. Well, yeah, because you've got, like, millions and millions of farms yeah. making every single product under the sun. And yeah. then tra- transporting it around. I, I remember there was a, a, a picture that a journalist put up on Twitter and was amazed. He goes, oh, how amazing. He just took a picture of his, of his phone and the window of a plane as it was going down. Uh. And it was, because how amazing is nature that it, it actually, like parts of the land, lots, parts of plants in the same color square themselves off next to other plants. So he saw, and everyone's like, no, those are just lots of land of farmers. Yeah. And they're growing all the way to the edge of their, their fields of their, of their allotted land. To grow as much stuff. So this guy's with lettuce. This one's doing tomatoes. This is apples. So they're all suddenly different colours. Yeah. Because, but fucking and hilarious. that's why they're in those squares. It's not, he just thought they were just naturally forming. Oh, fucking idiot. It's amazing to think. But yeah. you know who does know what's happening? Oh, okay. It's Kanye West. Yes. <laughs> He's gone wild. And I'll, I'll keep trying to bring in little clips of Kanye. But this is my favourite oh, okay. one. You sent me a clip with yeah. Kanye the other day. Right when, like, because I've just re- recovered from this cold, I was not thinking clearly. And no. you sent me this clip, and I'm like, I've got no fucking idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't until today that I, like, rewatched it that I was like, right. right. I- <laughs> Are you ready for this one? The thing about the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a. I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor, and what hospital, and what media went to. We know I can't say that. It was a Jewish doctor. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hey, I know I can't. Jewish. Ah, <laughs> uh, Kanye. I hope he becomes president of the United States. Uh, Kieran, I've got a news article for you. Oh, well, while we're on Kanye, oh, I've, the Kanye I've got a news article. Yes! Uh... Kanye fans create GoFundMe to return rapper to billionaire status. Excellent. I'm I'm happy. Uh, he deserves it. Last hey. week, last week, Kanye announced that he'd lost two billion dollars in one day, but the disgraced rapper's fans are now pitching in to help rebuild his fortune. West, who's legally changed his name to Ye, yeah, has made the headline after the Kanye's his slave name. Kanye, yeah. you know, like Muhammad Ali and Cassie's Clay. Mm. Yeah, yay, he's his, uh, this is. <laughs> um, Jewish organizations and anti-hate groups have also condemned West for saying that he planned to go Death Con 3 on Jewish people. Hells yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Bl- black people are more uh, downtrodden than Jews, aren't uh, they? Uh, are, are you punching down now, Jewish? <laughs> uh, on Monday, media outlets reported that West lovers have launched GoFundMe titled Make Kanye West a Billionaire Again, and it had attracted some $5 before being removed. Amazing. Wow, who removed it? (laughs) (laughs) I like how Kanye West went out and said, all the bankers are Jewish, and the next thing they do is all these accounts are banned. I'm like, geez, guys, be a little bit subtle. (laughs) (laughs) Like, a little, just this much. Just be like... Maybe we shouldn't ban all these accounts this this quickly. Uh, and all these social media. Is he on Twitter? Is this to get banned? I think he's coming back to Twitter. You know, Instagram. He's gone. He goes fucking wild on Instagram. He's awesome on Instagram. I highly recommend checking him out on uh on the Instagram. Uh, here's one for you, Kieran. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show this video first. Here we go, and then go to my article. I want you guys to rate pictures of people out of 10. Alright, so there's this guy. So, okay, so th- what this guy's on Omegle. Have you ever been on Omegle? What the fuck's Omegle? So, you, uh, Omegle, you're on a, uh, you're web chatting with someone. Yeah. But you randomly connect up with people. Oh, so that's like, um, I don't Chat know. roulette. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's just another one of it's those. It's the same one. Yeah, same, same as that. So, this guy here is uh, talking to. These. Aren't most people who would be on Omegle be naked? Yeah, pretty much. Isn't yeah, that what? Yeah. 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 So, but uh, this guy here has found these two girls. He's like, hey, great. He's doing the social experiment, right? Uh-huh. So what he's trying to do is he's trying to get them to rate the attractiveness okay. of people. So here okay. we go. All right. I want you guys to rate pictures of people out of 10. All right. So there's this guy first. Okay. Can, you can see the guy. Yeah. What would you say? You 40, look- fat, shirtless, on a bed. Beautiful. Yeah. Here we go. Negative one million. Negative okay. million. What about this girl? Okay. Do you want to describe this woman here? Large. Fat. <laughs> Lizzo-esque? Lizzo-esque. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Very, uh, like, obese. Morbidly yeah. obese. Yeah. Yeah. In a bikini. In a bikini. Yeah. 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 Okay. So remember, the other guy was... Green bikini, big tits. Uh, the, uh, the other guy was just, like, you know, a, a pretty average... Slightly overweight 40 year old with a yeah. mustache. This is a morbidly obese morbidly woman. Morbidly obese, right. yeah, yeah. She's a 10. She's pretty. She's, she's a 10 out of 10. All right. What about this guy? Okay, that guy there. So, what, describe this guy here. Uh, muscular six pack, maybe 35, 40. These girls are, are teenagers. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, these girls are teenagers. Yeah, here we go. So, I could understand that they may not be attracted to. Like, if I had a fucking six pack like that. Yeah. I'd be fucking stoked. Me too. <laughs> I've had it before. I'd be and, uh, but, I didn't eat much. <laughs> but um, but I could understand that the teenage girls might not find him attractive because he's older. Okay, that's yeah. true. But I think the body physique is what we're sort of yeah. Focusing. Great, but amazing. Great. If I had that fucking body, yeah, yeah, fucking amazing. I think he's a five. Five out uh, of ten. What about this girl? Okay, She's a seven. Okay, so this one here. Let's go back to that guy. Another Lizzo esque. Lizzo esque. Yeah, slightly skinny at the top, maybe. Yeah. But pretty average face. Yeah. Yeah, so she's a seven. She's a seven. She's a seven. Oh, let's go. This guy here. Okay, uh, this is an actual kickboxer. So he's pretty much prime of his life fitness physique. Uh, abs, great muscular. Look at that. Definition Maybe 25? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. a bit younger, this and that. Let's have a look. Uh, he's a five. He's a five, he's too. A three. Wait, so this guy's a three, but so now he's this girl the is a ten. Yeah. And a big fat woman uh-huh. in the... In the bikini, he's a ten. He's like, "Why is why is that?" 
gorgeous. She's literally gorgeous. What do you mean? She's majestic. But she's yeah, obese like... though. Look what? at her face. Look at her face when he says she's obese though. An yeah. objectively true fact. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a look forward. She is. I know you're not talking looking like a whole humpy dumpty. Do you think I'm fat? Yes, you look like it. Okay, so he's got uh look fat. This guy's got f flat stomach. He's got a six pack. He's got a six yeah. pack, yeah. Oh baby. Where where's I that fat? Like where's that fat up? I'm not body shaming. Isn't it a fact that she's obese? She's not obese, she's gorgeous. <laughs> this is how people this is how women think. What do you mean? She's literally more gorgeous than you. But isn't it a fact that she's obese though? Yeah, but she's gorgeous. Okay, it doesn't matter if she's over, like, big. She's literally gorgeous. Why are you, like, pointing out the fact that she's fat? Literally, no one cares. I don't care. She's literally gorgeous. But because it's it isn't... hilarious because they've just been rating out of 10. Yeah! 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 So here we go. This guy's great. This guy's great. He's so calm about it. Like, oh. Fat, unattractive? They're pointing out. I don't care. She's literally gorgeous. Because it isn't fat unattractive. But isn't fat unattractive? Uh -huh. Are you ready for this? This yeah. is great. All right. Pointing out, no. No. Then why did you rate this fat guy negative ten? <laughs> because. Oh my god! Just shut the fuck up, you little white head sharing. <laughs> <laughs> You know when they talk uh, about programming? Well like, done, teens. You know, the, you know when they talk about programming and then people go, uh, like television, news, all that sort of, it's programming people to only like certain body types. I think this whole thing's been hijacked and now we're just expected. Women especially always look at morbidly obese women and go, still 10 out of 10, but even prime of their life men who... A dedicated, fit, and very quite attractive. Even that guy there, good-looking bloke, you fit young, all that sort of good-looking blokes are now what they consider average. Yeah. Right? And this is where I want to bring this article up here. Now, this doesn't tell you what help. You can read the article headline. Go for it. Body positivity is for women, not lazy white guys with dad bods. Right. Uh-huh. Right. There is more to the dad bod positivity that meets the eye. It's an appropriation of body positivity culture created by and for women by the usual suspects. Now, we've talked about what the body positivity <laughs> thing is for. It was probably created by white guys for other white guys who like lost a leg in war or people that were burnies or people who have been stabbed or people who've lost their tits yep. from like having breast cancer. It wasn't built for women, white women black women it wasn't built for women by women it was built by the everybody to uh -huh. uplift people who have body deformities yeah. out of their control yeah in a world constantly telling us to be thinner it can be hard to uh, love our bodies just the way we are but what if we stop seeing our so-called flaws as imperfections of viewing them as unique features that make us who we are that's the body positivity moment in a nutshell and while it's been gaining traction years, there's been one group of people who seem to have latched onto the concept with suspicious amount of fervor. Middle-aged white guys with dad bods. Even the media campaigns catering to them we have like dad bods are the biggest turn-ons for singles in the pandemic and white girls love the dad bods. You've definitely seen a bunch of these. But if you're a white guy thinking you can just embrace your belly fat and jump on the dad body positive bandwagon, this article is for you. You need to understand that you are not the target audience for body positivity. This isn't about you guys. It's about us women. Now, don't get me wrong, it's nice that people start to accept themselves for who they are instead of succumbing to the societal pressures. Although, let's be real, most dad bars probably wouldn't even consider going shirtless at the beach. But it's about core body positivity, about looking hot, and the challenge of Western world's patriarchal beauty standard that's challenged by the definition to exclude white guys to stay authentic to women culture. So, this goes on and on. But, what she's basically saying... And she's got a picture here that said Alex Jones is the storm front of the dad pod body positivity movement. Obviously, she's never watched Alex Jones at all because she's all about getting fucking ripped. Right? And, you know, eating eating their neighbours and uh -huh. investing in gold and selling yeah. water filters um, and brushing your teeth with fluoride-free toothpaste. But the fact that she goes, no, 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 body positivity isn't for isn't for everybody is completely against the principle of body of positivity. Body positivity. 
<laughs> and I think this is the norm for a lot of people who live on, live in the left sort of world of, of politics. Oh. You gotta You got you, it's act, like do people ever when she's writing this You have to go out of your way. Yeah. To find views that don't conform with your own views. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But this woman here, now the, the question is, how fat is she? <laughs> that's, that's the first thing. And two, how many cats does she have? Uh, yeah. Those are the questions that I want to uh, know more than more than anything else. Who is the author of this uh, article? Uh, 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 they've, they've closed off <laughs> open nope. commenting on this article here. Um, but yeah, but look at this one here. So the dads are there flaunting their newfound body positivity, uh, body positivity, uh, red stolen. Uh, and if you have a dad bud, it's time to hit the gym. It's good for you to appreciate you more. This movement isn't for you and you need to stay in your own lane. So two things. One, she's saying that I can be fat, but you can't. And two, even if I'm, if, according to the other women in that video, even if you are, a woman can be morbidly obese to the point of being just a blob. Uh, you will still be more attractive than even a guy with a six-pack, prime-of-their-life kickboxer who... Fucking, I'd kill for that kickboxer body. I'm fate. Yeah. Mate. No, never going to happen. But that's a five out of ten in their head. Oh, that's unbelievable. So there you go. I thought you'd like that. So all the weight loss you're doing, what's yeah. the point? Oh, what's the point? <laughs> Fat I... women won't like you anyway. <laughs> ah, that's why I turned up with uh, a McDonald's stick shake. Right. Uh, Church... Prepare for alien encounters now. I'm in. Before it's too late. Yes. Warn my fellow scientists. I'm in. Aliens could get in touch tomorrow and we must know what to say to them. Scientists have warned as they launched a new research hub to prepare humanity for first contact. The University of St. Andrews has joined forces with the United Kingdom Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Research Network to establish protocols and procedures if aliens are found. Good for them. I know. What What do they recommend? Do they say what they're recommending? Um, well, there is no agreed response if a radio signal were picked up from another intelligent life form. Yeah. Ah, but what should they do? Well, they don't really know. Didn't they, years, <laughs> years and years and years ago, they made a, a gold vinyl yeah. that that could be played in a record player mm. or, or that sort of device that had a whole bunch of things on there like had that picture of man and woman and the basics of it and mathematical something and then music and sounds of earth it was like baby crying i know mozart bach were on there i think they put on there um like johnny be good as well like rock and roll just give the people aliens a taste of humanity Look, if aliens are intelligent the way we're going to communicate is maths. I would assume so. Yeah, that's it. That's probably the only way. I, I, see, I, I, I agree to a degree, yeah. but I think art is probably the other way you'd be. Oh, art, yeah, I would agree. It, but we can't communicate with like whales or... Yeah, but that's that's because of the... Dolphins. But that's that's the intellect. Which could be like considered like aliens. Aliens of the sea. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But that's, that's an intellect issue. Yeah, so aliens anything. could be dumb. I mean, I don't know. I would assume that an, uh, the IQ of a dolphin must be under 20. Yeah. You know, when to, for any sort of communication, you probably need a good 60 Well, we can't 70. speak dolphin, and they can't speak human. And what if the dolphins have, like, different languages, like Russian and Italian? I wouldn't be surprised. I always, I always joke that, like, dogs that are imported can't speak, can't speak, like, you know. Yeah. D dog language to other dogs <laughs> barks in different languages so yeah we're fucked i think that so. is why the government is funding these scientists church yeah, you got a, a fun 10 year there. study to figure this out i would rather do that than give it to the, the netball the netball yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of the government here's, a, here's an article for you it's been around a little bit let's declare a pandemic admits and admits eh, amnesty we need to forgive one another for what we did and said while we were in the dark about COVID. So I'm not going to read this article uh -huh. to you. This is the, uh, the basic premise of the article. When we told you to stay home, yeah. 
and not see your parents yeah. and not go to funerals yeah. and not see each other at Christmas and wear masks inside the house and uh-huh. force people to do tests to yeah. do stuff. We were wrong about that because uh-huh. it's, it's now we now know it's overkill. So please don't let let's just let's just let's just forget about it. <laughs> that's like that's like a husband completely fucking up and going to his wife. <laughs> oh, it's not that big big of a deal. Let's uh, just move on. Yeah. <laughs> it's t- no, it's more like a woman crashing the car and they go, "It's okay, we'll just get a new one." <laughs> No, bitch. <laughs> uh, money doesn't come, you know. So all those people in Victoria, mm-hmm. I'm only going to speak about Victoria, who couldn't work for mm-hmm. 18 plus months. Yeah. Who got very little support. Yeah. Who probably lost their jobs, probably lost some of their housing, probably lost a lot of, you know, connections with family, who couldn't go to funerals, who couldn't, couldn't do a whole bunch of this. People who lost their jobs because they decided... Oh, they didn't want to get the vaccine to something now that we consider not important at all. Let's just forget about it. Just forget about it, Church. Just forget about it. I, I, I really on. do think that this this period, this two year period, where the world went crazy over toilet paper. <laughs> I really do think that we're going to look back at this in history. Thank you. We're going to look back at this in history and go, hey, this is the time where uh, everyone turned retarded for two years. Yeah. Um, And then tried to forget it all. Titch, this is why you need to run for politics. Liberal Democrats, here we come. Maybe we should get a socialist on the... We should try to get another socialist on the I've tried three. 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 No luck. No luck. Maybe your tactic as a CEO isn't working. Maybe there. Maybe you have to say, "Hey, I'm a lonely worker, and it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I need a union. Help me." I just think we've got to go to the next socialist event. Okay. Well, you find it. We'll go. Right. It's got to come up soon. You got some more news. I got some more news. Yeah, I got one. One more article. Um, let me just grab it here. Ah, oh, yes, that's right. Trump is dead. Is trending on Twitter. Nah, he's, he's After a verified user apparently decided to test moderation of platform under Elon Musk's reign. Yeah. Uh, so have a lot of other people. Apparently, nigger, Jew, and what's the other word? Have like spiked 500%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I look at those stats and go, they've just asked one guy how many more <laughs> times are you using those words? Because I'll probably five times more. And they're like, 500%! <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm happy. I'm happy. Our Twitter overlord has taken over. I I I am very excited to see how many people are upset that they have to pay for their their blue tick. Their blue tick. Yeah. Didn't they have to pay anyway? No, no, no. So they used, uh. Twitter used to just give it to them when they verified them. Verify them, and that just means uh, had the same political beliefs. Yeah. And now it's like, well, no, no. Everyone can get verified. You just got to pay me, and everyone's like, who's verified? Yeah. It's a bloody outrage. No, don't let the plebs join us. (laughs) We have the blue tick. Yeah. (laughs) It's great. It's like a great equaliser. Well, I look forward to one day us getting a blue tick. Oh, oh, I could pay for it any time. Eight bucks a month. (laughs) Yeah, $12 Australian. Here's one for you. Yeah. This is maybe five minutes of work. You should be embarrassed. Tech CEO shares the work she does in a day and then gets criticised. Now, I heard this on the Dick Show. Uh Uh-huh. That this woman, that women have been like filming what they do in a day mm-hmm. of, of work. Yeah. And this woman had this whole video. I should have got it. but She's a tech CEO. Well, okay. this The video that in the dick show we're talking about, she's yeah. like, oh, in the morning I wake up and I go for a run. And then uh, I, I say hello to my family. And then I go to work and I grab a coffee. And then I go upstairs and I do, a, uh, I do an hour of work. And then I go get lunch. And then I go home. And that was her day. And lots of people in general, have been doing this. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't hear that, Turch just did with his arms. The rainbow. <laughs> the rainbow. <laughs> you were very excited. Lots of people do this. <laughs> it's very, I'm a physical, uh, I'm a physical comic sort of guy. So this woman here posted, uh, uh, what she does in day on a Twitter thing. So let's just go through what she did. As a venture backed, backed founder, I frequently get asked what I do on a day to day basis. 
In case you're wondering, here's a day in the life of a startup founder in Silicon. First, our beta for Zeta Media is launching soon and the engineer needs final approval from a product. I poured over the Figma mocks, these mock-ups, green-lighting the ones I wanted to use for the upcoming beta launch. Wow, our design is so talented. I like the subtle use of the gray. That's the first thing she did. Uh-huh. And venture, uh, that's fine. It's venture-backed money. Okay. So she can waste it however she wants. Yeah. I get an email on our Zeta water bottles are ready for pickup. I've been ordering a lot of swag for our conferences. Unfortunately, they're nowhere near to be found, but maybe the package room needs to process the shipment. So she went to go pick them up, and they're not there. Next is I go to pick up the business cards instead. They're slightly ruined by the printers. Our brand, uh, our brand color is an off-green instead of a highlighted yellow. Ugh, not ideal. But I pinged my chief of staff about getting a refund and have to sort this out. Uh, marketing art. This is number four. By the way, <laughs> if you have. I know why she's got no fucking time. Because she's obviously just got venture backed money. And is it a first, what's the first thing you do when you start a business? You get business cards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> number four. Marketing asks when I have time to go over our TikTok strategy. Uh. I slack them some time. If she has just literally started... I've never just posted on Twitter. Uh, Twitter uh, number five, my director opts for the draft of conference materials for review. He covered created flies and newspapers. Very on brand. Uh, next up, building a relationship with journalists. And then updating our media kits. And then opening my inbox. A bunch of investors email me again asking about our round. Yikes. Uh, I open up Figma again and start some face-to-face, uh, face my demons. Three separate versions of investor decks, all completely different. How am I supposed to reconcile so many pitch decks? How do I overcome them? Uh, and mental relief. I check myself, I check my schedule for tomorrow and she's going to this private funding event. Um, she talks to her mum. She opens up Twitter to procrastinate. If I was the investor, <laughs> seeing her post all of this on Twitter, I'm like, you you need to go. Yes. Yeah, you you need to go because you're wasting my okay, investing money. So here we go. I, I look up at the shock of the sun is setting. How is it? 6.37 p.m. I haven't even started the work I needed to do today. And that's it. So everyone... And no startup that is that early in the startup has a fucking marketing manager and a director no. of ops. No, They're all just fucking wanky words. There's like four of them. There's like four blokes. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, so that's what she did. In, so from, let's say she got in, she got in at nine. Yeah. What did she do? Well, really in the CEO of this podcast, I turn up one day a week. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I'll give you that. But you know what? You talk for an hour. If I gave you, basically she approved she approved at something via an email. Uh-huh. She, I like this one. Next. She went downstairs to look at an order that didn't arrive. She looked at business cards and go, these are wrong. She talked at another email. And she talked to someone on the phone. And one of those things was her mum. And the other thing she put down was she looked on Twitter. Oh, and she ignored the fucking investors asking about yeah. whatever they wanted. She goes, I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> and then she looked at her schedule. Oh. What the fuck did she do? That is five minutes of work. <laughs> um, and then before you know it, she'll be complaining about an eight hour day. Oh. And how Starbucks has stuffed up her order. Starbucks has stuffed up her And she got misgendered. No, nah, she's Asian. She probably won't. <laughs> can, you, can you believe that? Yeah. yeah startup world. Cray cray. No, they'll be out of business in no time, and no investor is going to give them more money. No, that's yeah. it. I guarantee this. This post is ruined. They are going to churn through that money, and then that's it. Yep. As a future angel investor, woo! <laughs> as 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 someone who just worked in the finance world and is like a director of of a business. It, if someone was working for me and said, oh, I'm a tech CEO, that's what she claimed herself to be, and that's all she did all day, I would be like, well, you, you're you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> She's also probably the director as well. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know. It's easy to be a director. I love when people start businesses and they're like, 
I'm the CEO and director and founder of this business. Well, yeah, well, of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't be a CEO and have no staff. <laughs> like, I'm the CEO and the janitor. <laughs> you can't, you, you have to have, you have to have the duality. You have to have both uh, to make it, uh, anyone, make it worth people's while to understand exactly what you do in a day. Again, if you can specifically state those items, which are nothing items in your day as highlights, I don't do, like, usually in a day I'll do three things, but they're three big, big things. important things. Yeah, that's right. Shit. Uh, Crap lunch. and piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hope for the best. And if I get those three things done, then I start to do some other little things. But usually I'm, that, those three things are big important things. I want I want you to fucking tweet tomorrow your day. You know? I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> Here is what I do in the day. Answered emails. Oh, that's the end of my day. <laughs> <laughs> I was that through a meeting. Oh. Uh, very excited. Well, Kieran, I am I am out of uh, that. Is it all the stuff that I have this week? I was going to say there should be no work because we're in caretaker mode now with the government election. Yeah, we've still got money to burn. So, you know, enjoy the next 30 days off. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the We Only Do One Take podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, those places where you listen, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Follow me. I'll be live streaming my work. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be seeing me tap at a computer for eight hours. If you want to send us in a rant or complain about something, um and you made it to this part of the podcast, well, you know, grab your phone, rant, and then email it to us right now at weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail.com. Church, it's been a pleasure. Oh, it's always a pleasure. And uh, everyone, we will see you next Thursday. Watch out for our tweets of how we work in the week. <laughs> uh. tweeting morning. <laughs> I had a coffee. I'm going to post my shit. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. <laughs> Take a photo of my shit and I, send, it, send it to you. Do you remember do you remember the Snapchat? Yeah. Yeah, we me and an old colleague of mine who you know. Yeah. We used to have uh, things called snap craps. And when we were on the toilet, <laughs> we would send these uh, just a photo of ourselves like this. There's a photo on the toilet like this. Oh. Good times. Watch out. Watch out. I'm going to send you one tomorrow. Like snap crap. Snap. <laughs> Snap message. Crap message. Come on, man. Motherfuckers, guys. Come on. Give me the five-star rating, baby. Give me the five-star. That's all I want, baby. That's all I want. I'll fuck all the beautiful girls in the goddamn world. They'll fuck a ten-star. I just want five. Five, baby. Just five.